Boker Tov, we're continuing Parashat Behar. Yesterday we did the rules for uh, selling of the oh, land and houses. houses. The ho- selling of houses that are in the walled city, selling of houses that are in the unwalled city, and the rules of the redemption. Mm-hmm. Today we get to the rules of Neshech and Ribit. What are Neshech and Ribit? That's interest charging. That's that's uh, lending with interest, and the basic concept here is that now that we're speaking about the laws of the impoverished and the people who had to give up their land, let's say, because of their poverty, and the laws of helping them out by buying the land back for them, as as the Geula, in the Gula process, there's also another way we can help the impoverished, and that is by interest-free loans. Or, or not giving a loan with interest. So, yes. so back then, they were. Uh, it wasn't like three percent interest. The low interest rates that we see today are a product of a very like efficient, you know, financialized system where everything's done over the computer and money. Money can be. Back then, it was a like fifteen twenty percent, and people would take advantage of the poor. So basically. What a person would do is that they would find someone who was in a difficult situation and they would say, okay, fine, I'll, I'll lend you money, but you have to give me back, uh, I'll give you 10000 but you need to give me back 15000 right? So they give them the, the, the money and, and then they expect back a, a certain number. That's 50% interest right there. So the person would not be able to pay it. He would develop credit, lines of credit with people, or you'd develop, you'd owe people money, and then you would become a slave to them. Right, so it was, a, it was a way of enslaving someone. So that's why this, these laws fit into our category, into our topic, because we're talking about the laws of a slave must be released in the Yovel, and the person should, should deem his land, and make sure that the person, you could help the poor person before he gets to a state of poverty. That's all part of, that's all uh, in, on this topic. Pasuk Lamed He, 35. If your hand, if the... Uh, the, the, if your brother becomes impoverished and his hand falters amongst you, you will hold him up. Mm-hmm. Even if he is a proselyte, yeah, or, or a uh, resident, right? Proselyte or resident. Read the the English on proselyte and resident over there. Thirty five. If your brother becomes impoverished, your your fellow Jew has begun to lose his money, but has not yet become poor. It is your responsibility to slow his decline and help him regain his prosperity. The verse refers to him as your brother, a more intimate term than your fellow, literally one of your Does this say anything about Gerbe Toshav? The teachings cited by Rashi is basic. In the life of both the individual and the nation, it is much harder for someone to reemerge. You know, this is telling us if you about, really get... About uh, not letting them get to the bottom. Yes, yes. He didn't say anything about the... Yes, we shall strengthen him. Proselyte and resident. Oh, yes, oh, yeah, oh yeah, proselyte yeah. and resident. As used here, a proselyte is someone who has accepted all the commandments and became a full Jew. A resident is a non-Jew who has accepted the seven, seven Noahide yes. commandments. Ger, so Ger would be a full Jew. And the Toshav would be a non-Jew who is living and is accepting seven years of Noah. Which was the only way you could live in Israel. It's the only way you could live in Israel, exactly. If you were from if the seven yes, nations. Yes, yes. As the sages express it, Toshav, Koshikibela Love, Shalola Abodavodazara, Beokhel Nevelo. 
Anyone who undertook not to worship idols but may eat non-kosher animals still. Okay. I cannot give it to somebody who's idol they worship. All right. All right. Okay. This is full class today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it went <laughs> For anybody who doesn't understand, we're starting class eight minutes late. Okay. So let's say you're the, the hand of your of your fellow falters and he doesn't have any money. Do not take from him interest and increase. You should fear God and your brother shall live amongst you. What is neshech and what is tarbit? What's the difference? According to the Chachamim, there's no difference. It's just two words for the same thing. Is the phrase they use. That the person... Who violates it gets two sins instead of one. Yes. You use two words, he's two it's double sins. I think that interest or you take wow, wow. I wow, think wow. the Peshato is that Neshech would be on money and Tarbit would be on food. I'll tell you, I'll show you why right now. Et Kaspecha Lotiten lo Beneshech Uv Marbit Lotiten Ochlecha. Look at the Pasuk. Yes, yes, yes. Your money do not give him with Neshech, and with Ribit, do not demand or do not give your food. So if I give him food then the interest form, whenever I ask him for more food in return, is called ribit. If I were to give him coins, when I had to ask him for more coins in return, it's called neshech. I think wow. that could be a peshat. I haven't not looked through all the other psukim to see if it's consistent, but uh, that, that could be a, a, an interpretation. 38. I am Hashem, your God, who took you out of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan, to be for you a God. Always. Why does it say this now? It just said. Um, be careful. It just said. Uh, oh, yeah, be careful, right. Keep, be careful. I'm keeping my eye on. It. Be careful. It said right? Right. is used for mitzvot. That the person who's going to check up on him. On Hashem. <laughs> whenever I, I the person comes to me impoverished, I'm in a position of advantage, and who's to stop me? Who's gonna say anything if I lend him the money at fifty percent? So it's it's kind of like a private matter that the only thing that's going to keep you in check is the knowledge of God. You know there are certain mitzvot that have societal implications, like y- you will lose uh, credibility in the you know if you kill someone there are other problems other than the fact that God saw it. There are people that may avenge you. You know if you buy something from somebody and you don't pay him. It's going to say it in the community. Right, exactly. But you have a poor person comes to you. Nobody's it doesn't no seem like the, the there's... The poor, poor person, is, he doesn't feel comfortable to go and tell somebody that I'm poor and I took money from this guy. Yeah. And then why does it say this pasuk at the end? I am Hashem, your God, who took you out of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan to be for you a God. Remind you that you were a slave and I... See, a lot of this parasha is, is talking about what happens when we go into Israel. Obviously, none of us applied in the Midbar. You know why? There was no... Because who... Nobody, everybody had, had, land, everybody, nobody had home. Nobody had nobody land had, anyways. Nobody had money. Nobody there had was land. no money. And they had money. You didn't have to... Food was coming from the, from the heavens. Yeah. So, first of all, all the, they keep making... The Sukim keep making references to Eres Kenan because these laws only apply there. Ani Adonai probably has more to do with Biaretam Elohecha that we saw before. These are laws that it's up to you to keep just because of your acknowledgement of God. And there's no other way to enforce it. God specifically, personally reminds us and says that I will 
defend my poor and my weak and well, my Ayatollah if I will pay. So you have to remember that it's don't forget the, 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 all the rules and regulations. After we're going to see the blessing and the curses. Yeah, God exactly. And there you're going <laughs> to. Yeah. Now let's say your brother becomes impoverished and he gets sold to you. Do not work him the work of a slave. Now what is the work of a slave? You have to make him sweat from the morning till the night. In so, the so that's what you would think, Put right? Put my shoes on. Put my shoes on. give him your pillow. Right, right. So, so hold on, hold on. So, so you would think that the, the, the pasuk means avodat abed is meaning do not harass him, do not give him extremely difficult labor. I think the Chachamim, I don't have it here because I don't have any of the Rashi here, but he careful. says, means do not work him in perpetuity, I think. Um, meaning do not make him your slave forever. Do not assign him to the sort of degrading, oh, oh sorry, so I was wrong. So do not, so that's what the Rashi says, meaning menial, uh, uh, degrading labor. Come do not give him degrading labor. Go down in front of me, right. put my shoes on, or you know, wash my feet, or do things like that. Right. Very. Yeah, Pasuk Mem, Kesachir Ketoshavia Imach, Achenatayovel Yabodimach. He should be like a hired laborer or a Toshav. What's a Toshav? Toshav is someone you hire and you pay, but stays, I think he stays in your house. Sakhir, uh, I think. Goes and works in the land. Sakhir is someone who comes, you pay him for the day, and he goes, yes. he sleeps at home. Yes. Uh, but both of these things are paid laborers that are respected in the house. So if somebody comes to you and becomes impoverished and has to sell himself to slavery in your house, then don't treat him any less than the person you're paying for work. What's the difference? This guy is paying your, your this guy, he's paying off a debt, right? So you're essentially paying him, meaning. Just because he's indentured he owes, to you doesn't mean that you have to treat him. He's, he's indentured to you, so meaning even his work, he's, you're also still paying him. You're just paying him by relieving him of his debt. Okay, so you're paying this guy, you're paying this guy. Why would you treat that guy any worse than the guy who's, who you're paying daily? He comes with his wife and his children in front of his wife and his children. Don't be humiliated. Right. Pasuk uh, And he should work until the Yovel and he'll go free in the Yovel, like every slave goes free in the Yovel. And he will return, he will leave from you, and he will go, he and his sons will leave from you, and he will go back to his family and to the portion of his fathers that he will also relieve, get relieved. Imagine a person was a slave, and the Yovel comes. He leaves his master, and he gets his land back. Yes. So, uh, it's, a, it's a new start. You start again. Wow, you start again. And why yeah. this happens also, the reason is because maybe you were not keeping the rules of Hashem, and Hashem giving you another chance. Brought you down. So that after you can... Okay, Pasuk 42.2 For they are my servants that I took them out of Egypt so they shall not be sold uh, the selling of a slave. The, the Midrash says the selling of a slave is like when they would sell auction, the slaves auction, on an auction. auction. Yeah, you can't sell a sla- slaves on like an the, auction. In the middle right. of the street. You're never allowed to sell a Jewish slave on an auction block. Oh, it's interesting in a Talmud... In order to identify a price of somebody's limb or somebody's person or whatever it is, they would see what the local value was in the slave market. That's how we, we're going to see that. It's at the end of Parshat Bechukotai. The general rule is that if, if, let's say, an eye for an eye, how do you calculate an eye for an eye? So they would say, okay, what was this person worth on the slave market with an eye? Or what is a person worth on the slave market without an eye? 
You take the difference but and you also, pay it back. Somebody who, let's say, is in the gem business, his eye is his parnasa. Somebody right. who is so that would probably be taken. That would be so taken in the, into account. They would, you take it into account. Let's say if if you're slave, if you're a slave and you're only good for I don't know fixing tires, and then you lose your arms, then then you're worth nothing, you're worth nothing practically. And I think the slave market would repre- would would, would yes. say that. Okay, so. Um, but the key here is not to be a slave forever. This, this pasuk is kiva, by the way. Pasuk 42, we just read. For they are my servants that I took them out of Egypt. They shall not be sold like slaves. Meaning the whole point of this law. Degrade them. The whole, the whole, the source of this law is what? These are God's servants. Exactly. They're my servants, they're not your servants. They're and this is why them. this falls into the parashah of Bihar. Because parashah of Bihar was saying, it's my land, not your land. So you don't own it, I own it, and I give you, you could lease it, but you can't own it. I give it to you in consignment. Everything is in consignment. And then the same thing applies to slaves. If a person becomes your slave, he is my slave, not your slave. So he's in consignment and he, and he goes free in the Yovel. So all of the laws of Parshat Behar have one... Everything that they give in consignment, you have to keep like a flower. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah, yeah. So, so everything we see in Parshat Behar have one, has one underlying theme. And that is... That when you recognize that it is God who owns everything, then the rules are different for that for that thing. Um, you should not work him with brutal labor. Befarech is like a difficult labor. And you should fear God because who's going to know what you do with your slave in your house? Only Hashem is going to know. Exactly. So is consistently about things that. We are not really nobody's gonna know. Pasuk forty four. Now, if you wanted a slave in perpetuity, there is permission to do so from a ebed from outside. Yes. Meaning, you can't do it from a ger of a toshav, bring him someone outside. who lives amongst yes. you, a Jew or someone who is a kibbing shavim sopenenoach. But if an outside party comes, like let's say a prisoner of war from another nation that attacked you. Then those you could take a slave, meaning a a a, a perpetuity, a slave forever. I don't know what this pasuk is. So it's pasuk forty-five. Uh, read the read the gami bnei atoshavim. Forty-five. Let me see. Laundry slave having. No, it doesn't say anything. Let me see. If... See, that's very interesting. Remember what we said what Toshav means? Toshav means someone who lives in Israel and keeps Shavu Mitzvah yes. Noah. And then in this Pasuk it says, from the Toshavim amongst you, you could turn and make a slave. I just said, I thought, I thought we can't make a slave. Oh. So he's saying, the Toshavim here, if someone came from the outside Very strange I have to look into this more um, Whatever it is if, if it's a non-Jewish person basically The idea is they, they are allowed to You are allowed to have the, their, their service in perpetuity And by the way I also don't like the word slavery 
Because slavery, the word, servant. it came it came with all of the the. Oh, like maybe trying, yeah, else. it came with that context, which which you're, is not the which you're, not. You're in chains. It's not Jewish. Like that, yes. It's not how Jews treat their servants. Oh, a servant. It's the a only servant. the only difference here is in one case you could hold the servant in perpetuity, and the other case you can't hold the servant in perpetuity. You can't hold the servant past Yovel. The, you could hold the service in after the Yovel if it's a Jewish person or a person who lives in Israel and is keeping the show mitzvah in Noach. If they're from outside, then you can't. Yes. Now, are the rules different? Can you mistreat them? Chas shalom. You know? Still you have so to. that's the only problem with, with translations. They say, oh, the Jewish people had a form of slavery. Well, no, because there's no nobody held a whip in there. Yeah, it's like, uh, you had people that were serving you. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I don't see how it's so much different than... than a person go, goes and gets a salary job today working in another person's house. You know, like we, the, the, the stay-at-home cargar. Which you have to treat is very, it, is very it a, Is it any different wow. than, than this? So, go, just, so we call it slavery and it all become, becomes the biggest sin. But I don't think we're not talking about anything so crazy. She's a maid. Okay, Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen, Rabbi Hazzag,